Oh, hello there. Welcome to the game Arasalon. This is what you might have missed. You see a group of human colonists in a retreat running away from aliens that appear to be wearing motorbike helmets. And you watch this person scream as they are from the leg up slowly turning to stone. I'm a little hesitant. We're not really expecting rescue. We are we're a, we're a, a colony ship. We were supposed to come here and colonize. Medusoids don't attack often, but when they do, we need to be ready. I'm Lieutenant Vu, and I am the head of this whoa, base. Whoa, whoa. First name. Catherine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, Catherine with a Vu. C or K. Oh, God. No. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop on the computer and... Uh, I want to know what the ship's mission was, aside from colonization. I want the more specifics, like who sent them, etc., uh, and why this planet. The ship is exactly what it claims to be. It is a colony ship. It is the Criterion Four. It was sent to Persei Six to take human refugees to form a colony, but because the ship crashed, like full-on crashed, uh, they've they've kind of had to make do with what they have. Uh, they use tree boards, which are trees plus technology, to generate oxygen for the journey. They're also generating additional quantities of oxygen on the surface now, as the trees are rooting into the soil of the earth. Uh, they're having trouble kind of getting the nutrients that they need from the soil. The roots are digging a lot deeper and spreading out beyond the camp. This, as you are approaching the TARDIS, uh, Doctor, you notice something is very, very wrong. You approach the TARDIS, which has been turned to stone. Uh, not great. I, I feel a little bit deflated, I think, and I'm frustrated. But I also check to see if, like, if the door is sealed shut or if I can still enter it. And, like, because I do like the idea of, like, walking into a TARDIS that's entirely made of stone. But I don't know how possible that is. But, yeah. it. So the exterior of the TARDIS is completely stone. It, it, it is fully stone. The doors do not open. They are sealed shut as if they were carved from stone. I will say that you can still you haven't you haven't lost your connection to the interior of the TARDIS. You can still feel the t the TARDIS inside. Okay. Um, and I would remind you that when you saw Sinjin get turned to stone, it was a slow process. The TARDIS interior being essentially infinite, that process is going to take a very very long time. But it's I would say it's kind of a ticking clock situation because you don't know how much time until uh, I would say the heart of the TARDIS itself is turned to stone. Oh, yikes. I'm not a fan of that. Okay. I I think that I immediately look a lot more frustrated than I have so far. And I think that I definitely start to move toward where the I saw the attackers come from with a little bit more purpose and a little more, like, urgency a little bit. Because, like, if they have the ability to do this not just to organic beings, but to... I guess I should have realized that they can do it to a Dalek, they could do it to a TARDIS, but I didn't think about it until now. But yeah, I, I need to get to the bottom of this soon, so. I would say as you as you turn ahead in that direction, you see a small shape 
uh, immediately duck behind that chicken form that you saw uh, a moment ago. Well, in that case, I go, Oi! Oi, you there! Doctor, I think I should go first, because you're way more valuable than I am in this situation, because that is messed up. Oh, Carrie, I, I should help you know that I, I don't think that's actually a statement that I believe in in any way, shape, or form to my core. So, no one is more valuable than someone else. Um, but, thank you for the offer, but I need to solve this, and I don't want to go in guns blazing, because clearly that is a bad move. Cause, and she motions to the TARDIS, and she motions to the crew member who got turned to stone as well. And I put my hands up to communicate that I'm not offering a threat of hostility. And I'm going, Oi! I just want to talk to you. I will not attack you. My friend will not attack you. Carrie puts down the bat and, like, starts opening up one of the granola bars in her bag and starts just, like, slowly eating it because that's, that's the best <laughs> she can do right now. She's like, what, what do you mean? Our hands... I'm gonna eat something. I don't understand. Can I just say, out of character, I appreciate you finding a way to make it make sense while you're chewing on Mike. Um... <laughs> yeah, engineer's that sandwich, note. Uh, listen, I want that sandwich. Yeah. Engineer's note, beautiful sandwich acting, first of all. Second of all, ten out of five stars for uh, <laughs> uh, uh, in narrative justifying eating. And also, sense. 10 out of 5 stars for what looks like a very delicious sandwich. That it I'm looks really yeah. good. As someone who bought... just ate a restaurant bot sandwich, I now want this sandwich that you've got. Mm -hmm. um, I bought the Cuban rolls from Porto's, so they're yeah. six, oh, they're six yeah. for $1.60. Yeah. You guys, what? What? Six rolls that they bake for you fresh for $1.60. That's yeah. amazing. Okay, good and, to know. And then it's just deli meat and um, <laughs> <laughs> dairy-free cheese. Doctor, uh, go ahead and roll for me a uh, a presence and convince roll. Okay. And Michael, uh, I would I like so. for you to do a roll as well. If you have that character sheet open. You know I do. Does my voice of authority at all help me here? Um, that depends. Are you are you? If you're being forceful, I would say it counts. If you're trying to. If you if you if you're erring more on the side of 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 being gentle, I would say probably not. It, I, I'll let, I'll let that be your call. No, I, then it wouldn't be. I was trying to make it like not forceful or gentle, but like conveying that I am someone trustworthy because I feel like that's gotcha. what the doctor goes for. But um, that's fine. So presence and convince. Okay, that is going to be a seventeen. What am I rolling? I'm going to have you roll, because you are hiding, I'm going to have you roll Presence and Subterfuge. Oh, that's only a 10. I did so bad. Okay, well, that's good, because that means the Doctor beats your roll. Yes. I'll um, also say and... I have insatiable curiosity for particularly yeah. the humans, so I'm willing yeah, to just so... toss this. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, hearing the Doctor say that, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to raise my hands as well, trying to mimic this uh, human gesture of greeting, obviously. And uh, poke up, sort of from behind the statue, hands also raised. Hello, uh, I, I, I return your your sign of, of greeting. Um, I I come in peace. I guess I should start there. Hi. Is it, now is this one of the people with the mat, the helmets, or is this a human? Uh, this is uh, this is one of the Medusoids. Now uh, it's it's a a young girl. I think based kind of using human biology as a as an indicator, she would seem to be uh, in her late teens, maybe uh, maybe somewhere between sixteen and eighteen years old. 
She has very snake-like features. The Medusoids, when they're not, you know, wearing whatever it is they were wearing when they were giving chase, are a lot more kind of lithe and scaly, more snake-like. No, no hair, kind of more, uh, more snaky reptilian. But she's got this kind of wide-eyed curiosity about her. Interesting. Okay. I'm here, hopefully, to have a peaceful communication uh, with with the humans. I, 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 I don't think they're all. I don't agree with the people in my in my village. I think some form of communication could be made b- between our peoples. Oh, Absolutely. this one gets a carry snack. And Carrie, like, walks over with another granola bar while she still has hers in her mouth. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. You might, uh, it's food? 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 Yeah, oh, oh. Food? Okay. Food? You know food? Is it? Yeah. Uh, do we, the hands can come? To, is it? Yes, oh, yeah, yes. you're, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, just, you that could, was just could, uh, a sign of, of non-hostility. Um, of course, my of course. Oh, that's, that's, oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, these, so the, uh, all right, and, um. Yeah, she's going to reach out and, and sort of tentatively grab one of these granola bars and, and chomp into it. It's got chocolate. Uh, ooh. It's that dark chocolate sea salt bar mm. with the with the almond. And st- oh, it's really good. You it's like very, it? It's very hard. Ooh. Yeah, that's just the t- nuts. T- really biting into it, like, very laboriously. Quite dense. Yes. Yeah. So are a lot of people. But <laughs> and the doctor goes, "Yes, they certainly are." And looks at Carrie, like like a real quick eye dart, and then um, um I hope you all so, know that Carrie most definitely did the the full finger gestures while she's making the noises. Oh, 100%. I'm the doctor. This is my friend Carrie. Uh we came in this ship that has been transformed we are not with the humans who landed already, but we also agree that there is potential for dialogue and peaceful communication here, and we would rather not have this turn into full-on hostilities. What's your name? Uh, I'm... I'm Vraku. It's good to, good to meet you. Vraku, I'm the doctor, as I said. Carrie. What do you, what do you call yourself? We call ourselves the Perseans. Ah. Ah, well, that makes sense, Doctor. Percy I-6, Perseans, they really didn't think that through. What do, what do they call us? Ah, uh, ah, uh, mm, we don't need to talk about that. Isn't that chocolate nice? Wow, chocolate, <laughs> salt. It is uh, so dense. Cho, Cho, you are getting a story point for that. That was delightful. <laughs> um, so we are um, a bit of an impasse. Obviously, there is something that is happening with their colonization that is affecting you adversely and, and may have been seen as a, as a sign of hostility on their parts. And for that, I am I'm sorry for any pain and suffering that you have caused. Um, and I look around. I, can I successfully, without, without maybe even having a roll, but just by eyeballing the statues that you mentioned earlier, all the ones for like various races and stuff that have been here, different alien species... Do they seem to have all been turned to stone at the same time, or is some of the stone older than other stone? Like, am it's, I am I getting the impression that like various species have landed here across different points of their own history and then been turned to stone and fled? They're definitely all from different points. Some of the some stone looks a lot more aged and weathered and cracked than than others. Okay. Uh, it seems that you've had quite a few visitors over the years, and maybe 
have had reason to feel threatened by them. Uh, maybe there's reason from these folks that are threatening you. But I, w I would love to find a way to make a peaceful um, either coexistence or if the people who have come are unable to live peacefully with you, then maybe finding a way to help them repair their ship enough to get off this world so that they no longer bother you. And they can find a new world to live on instead. Maybe for I-5. This is Percy I five. Uh, that's that's a that's a sequel. Don't worry about it. Uh, yes, uh, six. Uh, oh, oh no, it's time travel. Um, well, Percy uh, I five is going to be the all female reboot. Sorry. Um, <laughs> isn't that Percy I eight? Uh, yes, I I I don't know much of the past, but uh, Rucka the Elder would be able to help you uh, uh, with with unraveling some of the history i should bring you back to uh the village let's uh we should head that way if if you're if you're willing to make the journey i i am i am willing to make the journey oh good uh, all right let's let's uh i'll lead you and um i'll vouch for you uh as best i can i'm i, I don't th i'm not supposed to have left so uh, I'll, I'll have to i'll do my best to convince them that you didn't uh capture me we may we may want to pretend that i captured you is that? That feels a little. I don't know. Anyway, we'll figure it out. No, when we that's get fine. I'm I'm willing to. I I'm I'm not offended by that suggestion. Um, if you if you need to convey that I am not threatening to you physically, I'm happy to comply with whatever that is required. Yeah, Excellent. I don't know about okay. being shackled. But oh, I I don't think you. we implied being shackled. I'm not. Oh be oh oh, no. sorry. That's what I just assumed by being other you, people's prisoners. But did you bring shackles? I don't I, I don't have shackles. No, it's fine. Uh, we don't. Let's let's go ahead and put shackles on the back burner for now, and just and just not put them on the table. And let's just you lead me to your camp and make it clear when we arrive that I am not capturing you. That might be a sounds way to perfect. Do it. I, I will. Uh, all right, let's go. I'll take you to our leader. Great. Also, we is it okay if we look you in the face? Like like you can can you control the petrification, or is that just like a thing that happens naturally? Oh, oh. I, of course, no, I, we have to, we have to, you know, want to use the stone gaze for it to affect others. So, nope, okay, right. great. Good information. And now I understand why you have, okay, no, you can look me in the eye. No, it's, it's perfectly okay. I'm sorry. I, okay. I didn't course. mean to be rude. No, I just, no, you know, makes I don't sense. know how things work. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be awkward. I'm actually kind of awkward to begin with. And so I didn't want to like offend you or. Doctor, I don't think she needs to know our personality types. So are you more of like an ENTJ or an just like hard cut to Travis? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be more of a slow fade to Travis. Yeah. Travis, uh, so after you've accessed the computers and restored power, is there anything else that you wanted to check or investigate? Not in here. I wanted to make my way over to the science wing. Okay. Uh, you do that. You walk over to the science wing. You uh, slide open the, again, the kind of handmade, or say handmade, it's been kind of cut with a laser and then has been turned into kind of a sliding door situation. You see uh, Kasabian kind of working at a workstation. There's a lot of uh, science equipment. Some of it appears to have been repurposed from like engine parts. There's a computer terminal there that looks uh, not necessarily to be the newest. Again, another great excuse to repurpose a BBC micro. But you see um, in this in this lab area next to where Kasabian is, is kind of the the stone statue of what looks to have been another human. Um, quite a significant amount of it has been kind of chipped away, and there is kind of an array of 
pieces of stone um, on this work table in front of Kasabian. Um, there's like a whole hand with one of the fingers chipped off, um, bits of a forearm, and then other kind of loose stone that you would assume was all kind of one, uh, one piece at some point. And as you're walking in, uh, you hear Kasabian say, "I I think I've cracked it. I think I think I've got it." Well, if you'd been more careful, you wouldn't have cracked it. Oh, solved it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you gave me that power boost, and I was able to kind of run uh, a full spectro analysis of of the of a of a, a stone person. I'm still trying to see if there's a way to reverse the process, but uh, we, based on what I can find, there's like a coil of uh, this unidentified DNA kind of wrapped in with that. Uh, with the the radiation signature that kind of imbo- kind of is infused into the stone, uh, and what I, what I think I think that's probably medusoid DNA. But we might, if I have enough time, might be able to reverse engineer a way to re- basically restore them to to life. Presuming, of course, that there's. It's a recent transformation. Obviously, this person here, this happened some weeks ago. But I think that I'm closer to figuring out a way to reverse the process um, than 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 I was 15 minutes ago when I didn't have power. Kasabian, uh, I was able to uh, take a look at some of the uh, information about what's going on here, and I think that um, if there, if you have maybe an intact medical pod, I'm thinking that oxygenating, highly oxygenating any of the creatures uh, or the people who have been turned to stone might be a way. I don't know if it'll fully reverse it, but I it's, it appears that the oxygen created by the tree borgs is what's sort of creating this salt circle of sorts, which is why they haven't been able to approach. Um, and since the tree borgs are producing such high levels of oxygen, we might be able to reverse this. Um, is, is there anything like a, 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 a medical pod or canister that survived the crash that we could use? Uh, I mean, we might have some, something like that in, uh, in, in the medical bay, which is not far from where we are right now. In fact, it's in the same structure. Great. Do you walk um, as slowly as you talk? Because if not, I'm going to pick you up and carry you like a fireman. <laughs> Oh, we we've been walking. We're already there. Oh, great! And, uh, you're in the medical bay. A doctor with a name badge that says Mirza is uh, is standing there. A man of uh, Indian descent, and he looks at you both and and he says, uh, "Well, what can I do for you?" Well, we have a hypothesis as to possibly how to reverse the. <laughs> I almost said polarity, but petrification uh, of uh, what's going on here. Um, the 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 person who was petrified while we were making our escape here could we uh safely transport them here or is this pod mobile where we could bring it to them because i'm thinking a high level of oxygen uh we might be able to stave off this infection uh kasabian uh says well i i think that lieutenant vu sent uh sent yeoman shockey uh, with the doctor, if 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 Shockey's still there, we might be able to radio to Shockey uh, to see if they can bring back the uh, uh, bring back. I snatch the walkie-talkie the off of this <laughs> of this person's person, and I say, "Doctor, come in." Doctor, it's Travis. Do you read me? 
Shocky here. Uh, the, 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 uh, the doctor and Carrie got... They headed off to their capsule to retrieve something. Um, so I, I'm doing a perimeter sweep. Uh, what's what's going on? So the doctor and Carrie are outside of the safety perimeter. Uh, yeah, they seem to have a good handle on things. Didn't really need my help, so... Okay. Uh, Travis calling uh, Lieutenant Vu. Come in, Lieutenant Vu. This is Vu. Hi, uh, this is Travis of... of the doctor's party. Uh, the doctor and Carrie uh, are outside the perimeter. We, we may need to, well, we may need to mount a rescue mission, but at the same time, we may have also, well, I don't know if we've also, but we have a, a hypothesis as how to how to undo this petrification. I'm going to need everyone here ASAP, double time, yip yip. No, I can't say yip yip because I don't know how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clock wipe to Lieutenant Vu and Shocky and Engineer Island standing in the in the medical bay. Um, okay, so uh, I'm conducting a staff meeting for which I'm not prepared for. So it's a staff meeting, uh, and I, I relay to everyone, okay, that the doctor and Carrie are outside of this area that the Treeborgs have sort of infested to keep you safe. But if they're outside of there, potentially they are in danger. At the same time, I need some people to start rigging this med pod to put Sinjin, is it is the name? Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, Ensign Sinjin, yes. Ensign Sinjin. Look, we're gonna we're gonna try to test this to see if we could possibly revive Ensign Sinjin and save their life. At this point, Kasabian steps forward and says, uh, "We we have a lot of information, I think, to kind of begin the process. I think one of the most." Uh, important discoveries, though, is that we had, do now have the the Medusoid DNA samples. Uh, when I was able to, when we got power, uh, Travis very kindly restored power. I was able to get enough of a boost to scan, and as well as the heightened radiation. There's uh, and Lieutenant Vu says, "Skip, skip to the end." And Kasemi says, "Yeah, so we have their their DNA." And Lieutenant Vu says, "Oh, that's fantastic news. Oh, that's fa- that is superb news." A uh, uh, yeoman shocky get. Uh, gather every gun you can find we are going to this is fantastic sorry travis you may not know this so we can we can program this is fantastic oh this is the breakthrough we need we can program our rifles with the medusoid dna so that we can match their 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 bio signature and destroy them fantastic okay, okay. yeah uh, shocking absolutely no, please uh, go ahead and get, uh, uh, just belay, gather all the weapons belay those orders uh because that's not happening at all and you're going to take me to the armory right now, and we're going to work something out. Uh, I need you to roll presence and convince on this. I'm going to say that I'm going to use my devotion on this. Um, so I actually did mess up my reliable earlier where it was the free story point mm-hmm. bump up. This is the devotion. Uh, devotion is the one that gives me the story point up. And I am absolutely acting on the well-being of other people's devotion okay. i i'm basically doing what the doctor would do right now so I, I i am making the case that i should be able to get my uh story point bump on this yeah i'm i'm happy to, to give you that okay and i'm sorry um, what, once again what were the stats to roll uh you're rolling presence and convince okay the class uh i only got an 11 in total but okay. with that uh that i'm i'm a- i i am acting in the name of the doctor as one might say yeah, so so with that story point bump, that's actually going to bump you to a no but. 
So uh, what would happen here is is uh, Lieutenant Vu is going to say, Shocky Watson, take him into custody. I'm not. I'm, we've been given. We've been given an opportunity to wipe the Medusoids out, and I am not wasting it. Take him into custody. Put him in the brig, and start programming those blasters. I'm making a run for it. I, uh, I I'm literally going to run into the woods, into the direction where I assume the TARDIS was. All right, coordination and athletics, and uh, Lieutenant Vu is going to take a shot at you while you're doing that. Okay. Do I get so, brave on this one? I'm definitely giving you brave because you. This is this is a, a a wonderful act of bravery. Do you have anything else on your sheet that might be might be good here? I don't think so. To be perfectly honest. Okay. I mean, unless I can use face in the crowd and kind of get lost amongst the mix, the mix of other crew members. I I would say that I would say that in this for this adventure because you positioned yourself no, as kind of a section thirty one. It's fine. Type. No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shoot the guy in the bucket t-shirt is... Uh... So, yeah, so I, I again, I have an 11. Uh, where, where does that get me? Uh, we'll find out. So, coordination and marksman, so that's seven. That is, oh, it's, so, I got a no but. So, she, she takes a couple of shots at you. You can hear the laser blast kind of whiz past your head, a little too close for comfort, uh, as, you, as you bolt for the gate and make your escape. And we will return to uh, Carrie and the Doctor, who are being led into the Medusoid camp. Uh, they're called um, the Perseans? They're called the Perseans, yes. Um, the, the Perseans' home is a beautiful, uh, perfectly balanced series of round structures coiling and growing, literally, from the ground beneath. The, the, there are structures of wood and stone, fungus and flora, a society of creatures living in harmony with the nature around them. However, in places, you can see signs of mold and decay. A couple of structures appear to have collapsed entirely, fungal matter that has crumbled into a dust that hangs in the air like dandelion seeds. Vraku the, the Younger leads you through into this, this, uh, this little village uh, when one of the uh, the leaders, uh, an older uh, woman, uh, steps forward, uh, and she she says, "Vraku, what have you done?" I I found these humans on the on the perimeter. They just want to talk. I I think we have misunderstood uh, uh, each other, and there may be a way to come to a peaceful resolution. I I've been trying to tell you the whole time. There can be no peace with the humans. I should turn you all to stone right now. In fact, I think that's what I'll do. Uh, hey, I'm... hey, hey, hey. You know, I, I see you. I'm, I'm a little bit of an aggressive lady myself. Uh, your, your, your eminence. Is that what I say? Anyways. I, I am the defender of this village. Yeah, uh, you're amazing and incredible. And as I said, very aggressive like myself. And I, 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 I hear you, because I was definitely guns a blazing coming into this situation with the doctor. Uh, I like to smash things. Carrie like pulls out the bat that she has that like is tucked. In the, the doctor like sleeve. lowers the bat down. <laughs> like, no, no, I, I, I just, I just mean that. The, right, I was but don't, just don't pull, her, the, don't pull uh, weapons uh, out to demonstrate that we're not violent. Just gonna say that <laughs> as a thought. I was just going to show her my favorite thing, which is this bat that I love smashing things with. Like, you can actually see there's a little bit of remnants of some not-so-savory characters on there. But anyways, I digress. Uh, uh, your, 
your home is lovely. I love all these mushrooms. And and it's it's very nice. Uh and you guys seem to be on the the wrong end of a really severe misunderstanding. So uh I get you, I feel you, but can I offer you some dark chocolate and sea salt? And like Carrie like pulls out like an extra one because I think there's like five in total that she has in her bu- her bum bag. She like pulls out the same one that she had given earlier, and she's she's like, "Is is chocolate? You like chocolate? She like chocolate?" Yeah, I think Vraku the younger takes the the bar from Carrie's hand and then offers it like sort of as the transitive property of handing it over as well to uh, uh, the defender. Oh, says, that makes sense. Oh, no touching, no touching. It's good. It is. I have tried the. It's extremely crunchy, though. I will. I will. I. Sh- I should warn you. Go ahead, uh, Carrie. Go ahead and roll presence and convince, and I will give you an additional plus two for Varaku being there to kind of back you up on on the tastiness of the granola bar. The tastiness of the granola bar. The exciting new adventure from the game of Razzler. Convince and presence. You said? presence. Yeah. Roll on the hits. Fourteen? Plus two? Uh, you said? 15. That's sixteen. Uh, you are trying to poison us! And you can see her eyes start to light up. And then you hear this, this elderly woman's voice from behind her say, Stop! Stop what you're doing! And this, 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 this shorter person kind of steps forward. And she's wet. She again. She's still very, very like lithe and thin, but she's wearing these kind of long, uh, kind of robes that almost seem to be made of a moss uh, that come down and kind of carry a little bit behind her as she walks. And she's uh, she's got a, a gnarled wooden staff that she's very clearly uh, using as a kind of a cane to kind of prop herself up as she walks. And she's it's it's impossible to determine exactly how old she is, but um, very clearly she's 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 up there in terms of Persian. Uh, Persian age, and she looks at uh, at the defender. And she says, "Las Wadma, for shame, Vraku the younger has brought these guests to try to broke broke a peace with us. Is this is this not what Isatsu has been has been talking about these last few weeks? My my apologies. My my name is Vraku the elder. We are we are not related, although we do share a name. Vraku is a very common name among our people please please how how can we make you feel at home there is no accommodations necessary on your end we we appreciate the the offer but it is indeed uh it seems the humans that have arrived here that have invaded your home and so i will not ask you to oblige us in any way to make us feel more comfortable i can see that their arrival has had some sort of effect on the ecology of the region, and I and I I'm I'm not with them. I'm actually not human myself, but, but not not like saying like I'm not one of the good ones. I'm, just, I'm literally not one of the humans. But do you know children? You have children, right? You have there's a young one right here. Um, you know yes, how I, I I can see from hello hello Raku, uh, the younger. Um, I can see from your garden where my vessel landed that you have had your fair share of hostile outsiders arrive over, I imagine, a great deal of time periods. And I imagine you have a pretty natural 
and very effective, I might add, way of defending against them, and I, I respect that. I will say the humans are, they're more like children, in that they are excited to expand into the universe. They're also fleeing, I think, based on 33rd century. Yes, they're fleeing from a planet that is unoccupiable and desperate to find a new home, and it feels like, in this case, they made a mistake in arriving somewhere that was already occupied. And then feeling that they were being attacked raised hostilities. Now, they are not to be forgiven for that, per se. It's not an excuse for their behavior. They clearly affected your home. And for that, I hope that they will apologize. But if there's a way that we can find for your two peoples to live in peace, that would be fantastic. If not, I at least ask you to perhaps find a way to allow them time to repair their vessel so they can leave here forever, rather than escalate hostility. That's an interesting thought, but there has already been much doubt. Maybe you should come with me. There's, there's something I wish to show you. And she begins walking uh, down the path through... Now, the, sorry, uh, is this Raku the Elder, or is this the first woman this, who's talking? This is Raku the Elder, okay. yes. Um, and she uh, she begins walking uh, down the path towards a very specific... She's heading in the direction of a particular hut. And you can see, as you walk further into this village, you can see more buildings that are succumbing to mold and are crumbling... Um, and as she as she walks, she she says, "Since since these humans arrived, the the stability of our village has has begun to crumble in a way that we have never experienced before with with other invaders." And she she walks up to the entrance to to this hut and brushes aside a kind of a leafy um, kind of blanket uh, or or like a curtain that kind of keeps the elements out. And she walks in. And she grabs this 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 book that appears to be bound, but in a in a kind of leather like uh, fungus, and she hands you the book. And the writing on the front of the book says uh, the history of our people. She hands you the book, and she she opens it as it's facing you. And the first page you see, there's kind of a kind of a rough drawing, and it says to uh, serve man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's all recipes on how to how to cook. Uh, Dan, spoilers! Whoa, whoa, spoilers! Now picture to serve Dan. No. To serve Dan. <laughs> yes, there we go. I'll give you a story point back for that one. Um, and uh, the the first thing there's it, there are drawings of uh, of uh, like old school classic series Sontarans. And uh, Raku the Elder says, over the centuries, many have come to attempt to invade our world, and we have a natural defense that allows us to protect ourselves. We turn the invaders to stone. And she turns over to the next page and you see uh, more aliens. Uh, some you don't recognize, some that you do. There's a Dalek in there. And she says, uh, as the invaders increased in ferocity and, and vigilance and anger, our ability to defend ourselves has never wavered. We have always been able to protect our village and our people. And we have lost almost no one over the years. And then she turns the page again, and she it's a drawing of what the um, the Criterion 4 must have looked like when it was one one ship. And she says, but then this, this new vessel came from the sky, and when it landed, 
with a, an almighty bang such as we've never encountered before. From that day, the ecology of our world has suffered. The, 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 the trees have begun to wither. The, the, the plant life and the animals have started to die. And our very structures that we grow from the ground ourselves by communing with nature are no longer sustaining. I predict it will be not long before before our village and our planet can no longer be habited by us. Well, we can't have that happen. No, absolutely I'm, not. Um, I'm terrified that just getting rid of the humans will not end the pestilence that they have brought with them. I'm terrified for our people. So it appears they did, they did something to try to terraform their surroundings, and that has had an ecological impact on your environment. So we need to find a way to stop that process. Um, do you have something of this mold and decay that I can take back to the humans to show them as evidence of the harm they've caused? She... She sighs, and she turns... And she just pulls a chunk off of the wall, off of the wall of her own hut. Mm -hmm. And it's about, it's about the size of a basketball. Uh, and she just hands it to you. And she says, if this will stop the hostilities, then please take my home. I, I take that. And then I also say, um, Vraku, you are... Vraku the Younger, sorry. You yes. seem to have a, a, an eye for peace as well. Would you mind, would you feel, would someone feel comfortable coming back with us? Someone who is not trigger happy. Like, someone who might not be as excited to pull a baseball bat out to show it off, is, is what I'm saying. Someone who's level-headed. Perhaps. I like. Perhaps, uh, um, Elder, you may or may not agree, perhaps the best a person to describe the current peril of the the plant life here may be the gardener. Yes, yes, Gardener Sosa might be the best person. They have a keen eye and I, what I've heard the humans refer to as a green thumb. Uh, uh, green thumb, your, your holiness. No, I believe you're referring to the band that released the album American Idiot. Oh, that's Green Day. No, I believe you're referring to the uh, the celebration on Earth, where you celebrate recycling and, and ecology. Oh, that's named after the planet itself, Earth Day. No, that's where you've completed a full rotation and are celebrating another year of life. Okay, thank you so much for this information. We're going to go now. <laughs> thank you, bye. So, yeah, uh, Vraku the Elder uh, pulls at a kind of a lot, what would look to be like a, uh, like a, a some kind of like plant life that's growing up into the top uh, of the, the the hut, and just kind of uh, whispers something in an, uh, in a language that you are actually surprised to to learn. You can't understand this language for some reason at this point. Um, but then it cuts back. But I know that what she said was, "You mind if I vape for a second? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she 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 pulls at this flower and goes, "Cut!" Uh, no, she. Uh, it, the English cuts out into this kind of hissing and clicking, and then cuts back into English. And the last word that you, the, the last words that you hear are, "To my hut, please." Uh, and uh, that is when a 
another uh, another Persian enters the hut. And uh, Michael, would you like to describe this particular person? Yes. Uh, so this uh, this Persian walks in, uh, and they have um, kind of a shabbier look to them. Um, uh, definitely someone who is more at one with the plants than necessarily people. Uh, and this is Gardner. So it's a uh, uh, we describe them in our character notes as a Michael Nixon type. Um, so just. <laughs> um, All right. Um, hello, hello. So, so I am the doctor. Um, I would like, if you are comfortable, for you to come back with us as far as you can. Is is there a, is there a reason why you stopped at the border of the humans' territory? The the, we can't hear the trees beyond the line. The, we, it's so quiet over there I, we we try to avoid it because it uh the dead spaces they're not safe for us are you able to talk? move into those spaces temporarily or is it a death sentence to go in that space for you because this could factor into what i'm thinking i'll need one of our helmets um but i should be able to I, i've gone into the into the dark zone a few times to retrieve samples for my own research. It, oh, uh, I think that's actually good. What are you retrieving samples of? I haven't seen the ecology of the humans' camps, so uh, basically, uh, we don't have to go over it again. But do they already know about the tree borgs? Like, have they seen? That? Have they understood the tree borgs as an invading thing, or have they not seen that yet? Um, so I think the gardener uh, points to the the sort of chunk of the hut uh, that you were given by the elder, and mm -hmm. uh, they note feels like there's some missing element that isn't necessarily the humans but something that they they've done some kind of effect they've had uh doctor your sonic screwdriver starts squeaking uh the little mouse that lives in your sonic screwdriver uh, picks up the game boy signal from travis's game boy okay so I, I i interpret the sos and i go i believe that my 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 friend has maybe figured that puzzle piece out for himself and uh is being pursued by the humans himself right now so uh let's go back to where my ship is and meet up with him and maybe we can figure this all out. And I, if he's running, then something, we are at a precipice of no return. So I want to make sure that we, we do this right. So let's, let's get going as quick as possible. And I, I tuck the moldy piece under my arm and I chuck it. I, I, I just like book it with Carrie towards where the TARDIS is to meet up with, with meet up with Travis. Okay. Brilliant. Um, you head in that direction. You, you walk out of the, the camp. Uh, and as as you walk out of the uh, the Persian village, you actually watch uh, another structure uh, kind of collapse in on itself. You walk out into the woods, past the woods, and into the garden where you see, um, standing outside of the stone TARDIS, you see Travis. I'm actually like ducked behind both the Dalek and the TARDIS because like, I don't know <laughs> who's coming from where. Yeah. So it's just like a cute little moment of, Doctor, is that you? Yeah, and also you weren't that hidden if it wasn't me, just to let you know. Okay. Um, Travis, what have you learned? These are the Perseans. They are they are kind if you're kind to them, which the people have not been. Travis, this is Sotsa. Sotsa is one of the Perseans, and something that the humans are doing to this world is causing a decay at a rapid rate, and we have to stop it fast. Okay, so good news, bad news. Good news is the humans did this by accident. The bad news is they're coming with guns. And I explain... Of course they are. I explain that the crash led to the Treeborgs uh, infesting the planet. That's what's causing the uh, 
protective barrier why the now I will refer to them as the Perseans because I know better. Uh, it's why they've been unable to cross um, and that the humans are going to attempt to unravel their DNA with their guns, even though I tried to say to them, no, 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 we're going to find another way. I had a, a whole other hypothesis about oxygenating, but they weren't listening. So that's the problem. We have we have an accidental invasive uh, species that is causing your home to collapse and we're on the precipice of war right now. Okay, Travis, as much as I'm excited to see you again, I'm going to ask you to run off without me again. Uh, I am going to ask you to take Sotza with Carrie to protect you behind enemy lines, get Sotza to these tree borgs and see if Sotza can use their petrification abilities to stop these tree borgs from spreading. And if they can do it, then their people can do it to the rest of them. But we need to see if it's possible. I will intercept the humans before they make it to the Perseans camp. Okay, then our best bet would be to make it to the uh, botanical wing of the ship. Yes, so that is your, your mission is to do that. My mission will be to intercept the humans. Uh, uh, before the head off, so it's a, we'll um, turn to you, Doctor, and say, uh, b before we head off, just to be uh, safe, I, I'm more than willing to reverse uh, what has been done to your 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 pod. I, I don't, honestly, I don't even know how a non-living pod like that was able to be affected. Is, is your, is the craft alive? Yes, this pod means quite a bit to me. Uh, my TARDIS, she's a friend of mine. And actually, if you could turn this human Sinjin back, that would go a great deal towards showing a sign of peace towards the humans. Of course. Let me... Uh, just one second. And uh, so it's a, a turn to the TARDIS, and in a very cool quick cut effect, uh, opens the visor, and um, instead of like crazy red eye beams, it's like blue, I guess. So, you know, colorblind accessible. Think about that with your red and green armbands out there, folks. Um, so, also, there's a red beam that has plus signs in it, and then there's a blue beam that has minus signs in it, so that people can see the effectiveness of the... <laughs> yeah, and then there's X kryptonite as well, and that does some other stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, um, so it's a reverses the effects of, uh, uh, the, uh, the... Reverse the polarity of the neutron stone. Yes, the TARDIS is no longer stoned. I look at Sinjin, I show, I show Sinjin, um, was Sinjin a male or a woman or a non-binary person? Uh, Sinjin is male. Okay. I show him the... He saw me running earlier when we were coming in, and then I show yeah. him my my psychic paper that I used earlier so he can see that I have this whatever rank that he thinks that I am, and I go, there's no time to explain. I need you to come with me right now and talk to your commanding officer. And Sinjin says, uh, 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 okay. But you are okay, and then I go, I... Travis and Carrie, you need to get there as fast as you can without being detected because everything... Depends on this. There's a, there is a world to save. And then with with uh, with Sinjin, I go running off towards the where I, I, I Travis told me the people were at. Can we uh, ascend the trees and basically go higher up on the canopy so we're not detected? What are you, uh... Assassin's Creeding this? Are you parkouring? <laughs> well, because it was described early with like, you know, a very thick, you know, canopy. I, I don't know. Because we're, we're trying to be stealthy on the way in. I don't know. 
<laughs> I, you know what? I'm, I'm willing to uh, spend a couple of story points on behalf of the Perseans to have them be uh, uh, have them some kind of innate tree maneuverability uh, that you know Travis can ride on on uh, so it's his back. Why not? <laughs> well, and carry too. I don't know. I don't know how strong. Yeah. I don't know if well, I can carry then, three people on my... Yeah, I was like, there's me, and then there's also Sinjin, who just got de-stoned. Well, Sinjin's coming with me. Got oh, it. Okay. Oh, okie doke. Um, yeah. I think what we'll, I think we'll do... Uh, I would say that the Perseans are probably experts at kind of stealthing through the trees. Yeah. So, I'll so lead them through. Take That's point. great. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe uh, you're leading from the tree while we're on the ground, just because uh, we know that the trees are... the, the um, the tree borgs are affecting you, so maybe if you remain in the natural trees, that will maybe not affect you as much. A clever idea. I, uh... Yeah. Alright, follow me. And then Sotsa just leaps into the trees and just disappears into the tree line. Uh, okay. I, 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 I follow. Alright, uh, who do we want to go with first? Go with them. I've, I've done a lot this game, so I don't mind sitting out for okay. a little longer. Um, and I feel like so, I feel yeah. like there's going to be a big like Doctor Speechy kind of moment with uh, with talking, talking to the people. So there's no point in doing that now and then having a whole thing play out after that. So, <laughs> so describe to me. So you want to get into the base to head to the botanical structure? Is that right? Yeah, but maybe take a more secure circuitous path um, because the doctor is sort of running yes. interference on the on the main strip on the way in. Okay. Uh... Uh, so, so go ahead and roll for me presence and subterfuge to see how stealthily you are able to move through the trees. And then I would like Travis and Carrie uh, to roll presence and subterfuge to see how well you're able to follow uh, so, so through the trees. Oh, God. Ten. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Carrie. Eight. Oh, no. Yeah. But I have extra story points. I'm willing to see yeah, same. story okay. points. I rolled uh, 11 awesome. on the dice, and I get uh, plus 3, so I got a 14. Okay, uh, so you got a 14 total? Yes. Okay, so Sosa is a yes but. Uh, you're, you're moving stealthily, but not as necessarily as stealthily as you would uh, perhaps like, so there may be some consequences for that later. Carrie and Travis, you both flat-out rolled no's. Uh, to, to follow uh, Sotsa. Do you want to use any story points to kind of buff yourself back up to... Uh, it would be one to get to a no but, two to get to a yes but, and three story points to get to a flat yes. Um, can I also add my sense of direction for this? Uh, did you not include that in your role? I did not include that. I only oh, yeah, you afterward. can include that in your role. Yeah, give yourself a plus two. All right, so that'll put me at a 12. Or, okay, or so a 13. Yeah, that... I don't remember if I rolled an 11 or a 10. Uh, but... Yeah, so that, that puts you at no but. So if you want to um, bump it up to a yes but, it's one story point. If you want to bump it up to a yes, it's two. Whereas for Carrie, it's going to be... You're going to go straight to the yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I... And I'm going to go for the yes but. I oh, I, I love that choice. I love it when you choose choices that, that throw uh, spanners in the works. Um, yeah, so yes but, you are... Uh, you are you are moving much like Sosa, not quite as stealthily as you might think. Sosa, when you get to the uh, to the the edge of the tree line uh, near where the human camp is, firstly you are surrounded by that silence, the silence of the trees in the area. You can no longer hear the forest. Um, so I'm going to say that for rolls going forward, you're going to have a, a negative one for all of those any roll in this area. You are you are able to see, and this is kind of I'm going to kind of. Uh, bulk up the, the, the butts for both of you. 
Um, and it's going to manifest like this. There, uh, the humans have placed more uh, more guards on the perimeter, doing perimeter checks around the base, because they. Uh, I would assume that they think Travis is going to tell uh, the Perseans what's up. So there are there are um, significantly more people kind of on the perimeter than you had seen previously. Before it was like one person at the gate. You think you see one of the humans looking in your direction, not necessarily at you, uh, but they're looking in your direction. What do you do? Are they alone? Other than the, the guards that are a few feet behind and a few feet behind, uh, they're more or less solo, yeah. Oh, I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to creep back further into the forest to see if I can draw them off. Are you gonna? Tr- are you gonna actually try to get their attention? Well, if they've seen me, they're looking in. Sorry, I, maybe I misspoke. They didn't actively see you, but they're definitely looking in your direction. So if you were to make a sudden movement, they would definitely see that. Because I'm not going to move at okay. all. Um, okay. Does Carrie notice that? Sota is above you, so I would say you see a guard kind of looking up vaguely, but you don't uh-huh. see what they're looking at. Yeah, Got I'll, it. I'm going to use her voice of authority then and say, hey, hey, and like start walking away from Travis and everyone else and be like, have you guys heard of chocolate? <laughs> they immediately, uh, all of the guards pull their blasters and say, freeze. Whoa, whoa. That is not a way to get chocolate, my friends. Yo, okay. I'm just coming here with a bunch of snacks and you guys are pulling out your guns. And this is really uncomfortable. I'm just coming here to have a good time. You guys are starting a riot. Like, we all need to take a big breath in together. Hand out together. One of the guards... She's rambling. One of the guards says, Our our blasters are set to Medusoids. We can't shoot them. Get her! And then the three, those three guards kind of start to converge to to chase you. All right, I guess it's smashing time. Carrie, like, pulls out her, like, bag. (laughs) (laughs) But there's ways to use it where you just knock out a person and not, like, you know, obliterate them, okay? She's got a little bit of control. Engineer's note, you have brought a bat to a laser gun fight. (laughs) But it doesn't work on me. They can't use their laser guns on humans right now because they've been key to to Perseans. Um, Can I make a roll to see if I am still hidden? Uh, yeah, if you want to go ahead and give me a uh, presence and subterfuge. I dropped one. Of Actually, my- you know what? I'm not even going to have you do the roll because I'm going to say that uh, Carrie deliberately kind of stepping out and drawing their yeah. eye. I'm absolutely just going to say that they that you and Sotsa are kind of outside of their their field of vision right now. Like they are they are focused on Carrie. Okay, great. Since I got my yes earlier on following. So it's, uh, I presumably know where they are, so I can give, like, a little signal, like, let's go. Like, using using Carrie as the distraction. Sorry, Carrie, yeah. I'm, I'm abandoning uh, you. <laughs> no, I, I put myself up as the distraction, I know, okay? I know. <laughs> yeah. I... So, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna have Carrie roll to baseball about three guards at once. Um, and I'm going to have, I am going to have Travis and Sotsa roll Presence and Subterfuge as you try to use Carrie as a distraction. You are both going to get plus six to your roll because Carrie is such an effective distraction. Uh, and Carrie, if you can go ahead and give me strength and fighting, please. So I get a, I have an 18 in total now. Very nice. <laughs> I got a 20. Oh, yeah. That's yes, that's yes answer that's for both of you. even with the minus one. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to... That's going to pay off very nicely. 
Yeah. So what did you roll for the baseball bat, Carrie? Uh, I'm at a 12, but I'm willing to sacrifice a story point. A 12 is going... Right now, it's no but. If you go for one story point, that takes you to yes but. Yeah, um, why not a yes but? We, we gotta drag this out. This distraction's gotta work a little harder. Yes but is you're only gonna hit... You're only gonna successfully hit one of the guards. The other two are gonna stop and take a step back to That's avoid okay. being hit. Um, but you did hit one of them hard enough to, like, knock them out. They are unconscious. For Sotsa and uh, and Travis, you are fortunate enough to find one of the sliding gates that they use to get in and out of the base, and it, it has been left open by uh, by one of the guards who was distracted by Carrie, and that's that's your end. That's the, that's the bonus that you get. So you can now slip into the base unseen. We do that, right, head, heading right towards right. The, the botanical section. All right. Now... Uh, Carrie is still in a fight, so we mm-hmm. have to uh, go back to the top of the turn order. Uh, Carrie, what would you like to do with the remaining two human soldiers? I'm going to negotiate with them. I'm going to be like, hey guys, I came here to offer chocolate, and it's still an option. Or, you could be like him. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and give me uh, give me presence and convince. And what traits do you have? Do you have anything you could Voice add to Voice of this? authority? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, hell yeah, give me so. Yeah. Give yourself the voice of authority, absolutely. Okay. Do you have you brave. S- no, I just have reliable, so we, we I thought that consider. that being reliable would be. <laughs> um, sorry, you said what and what with voice of authority? Um, uh, presence and convince. Oh, right, presence convince. Yeah. Voice of authority is plus two. Yeah, you would sure definitely you would definitely get for reliable also. Oh, okay. Uh, plus two for that too. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's not my decision to make, but I think you should. <laughs> Just because no, Dan I'll give you a plus said it. No. No, wait. It's not my decision either. Crap. <laughs> uh, no, you get it, but that means I Dan actually gets gonna negative say two. That she um... gets it. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll split it. Uh, Riley and Dan both get negative one on the next roll. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm happy to contribute. Uh, we're we're at a lovely fifteen. 15's good. I'm going to roll to see if they... No, they're babies. Uh, I, I snake eyes that. Um, they immediately <laughs> stop and they say, uh, what kind of chocolate? Yo, it's dark chocolate with sea salt, my man. Let and me one give of the you other some. Ones, the other one says, oh, I actually quite like dark chocolate with sea salt. See? See? It's good. See, listen to him. Pfft, you guys are just so fussy. You're probably just hungry, right? Are you? Do they not feed you? How long have you been out here? It's, it's been, been a, long been a time. while. Yeah. Oh. Uh, come in here for a hug, and like she opens her arms <laughs> wide for like the two of them to come, and she's like, "No, no, come on, come on, you want you." I'm so tired. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's I've okay. I've been doing perimeter checks for yeah, five days, and I I've bet. only had four hours of you, sleep. You know what? You know what? Why? Why don't we do this? Why don't we sit down together right now? I'll give you some chocolate. We'll talk it out. All together, okay? We'll even put your hands. It'll be great. Yeah, just just sit right there, you guys, and just just stay right there. It's okay. It's okay. Here, you like chocolate? Here, you yeah, can get a little bit chocolate. of chocolate. And like Carrie is kind of walking behind them slowly. Look, it's gonna be just fine. And when she says fine, she takes both of their skulls and kind of like cracks them. <laughs> Are you bonking their heads together yeah. kind of deal? Yeah. All right. I wanted to make that clear because I could see the hand motion you were doing. I just wanted <laughs> to get that on the on the, on the audio. Uh, go ahead and give me strength and fighting, please. Uh, and I'm going to give you a plus five because you you've lulled them into a false sense of security. 
and one of them is crying. <laughs> and the hug, you know, the hug was genuine. Yeah. <laughs> but so was the so was the skull cracking. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, you know, you gotta you gotta come from yeah. both sides, both sides of it. Uh, ten. Um, I is that with the buff? Oh, with a plus. You said five, plus I think five. I oh yeah. no, then that's fifteen. Okay, yeah, five. bonk they you 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 bonk their heads together and they uh they fall unconscious next to their uh sleeping comrade. Uh, as the guards bonk their heads together, uh, they see tiny little Winston's uh, circle their head. See our uh, previous special for more on that. <laughs> We cut to the forest uh, on the path between the uh, the human base and the uh, Persian village, and uh, Lieutenant Vu is walking with a platoon uh, of her most trusted uh, soldiers, all holding blasters, all calibrated to uh, Persian DNA, and they reach this uh, small clearing in the middle of the forest, uh, where, well, uh, Riley, why don't you describe what they find? Um, I think as they're coming out into the forest, they run into the doctor who and, and Sinjin. And the doctor is currently holding this ball of mold and decay. And and she says, there is another way to deal with this. You need to listen to me. Lieutenant Vu looks at Sinjin and says, you're, you're okay? You're not, you're not stone? What? Doctor, what happened? The Persians don't want to hurt you. They're only defending themselves. Something you did, some sort of plant or something you put in this world. And I chuck the ball at Kasabian because I know he's the scientist guy. Uh And I go, something you did is causing their home to decay. As survivors of Earth, you have to know what that feels like. Kasabian uh, is holding this, what is now this rapidly crumbling ball of matter um and and what is holding kind of like dirt and fungus and what appears to be fiber optics and looks at it and says this is i think this is organic matter with with cybernetic component this is this is not too dissimilar from our tree bulbs is is it possible is it possible our tree bulbs are causing incompatibilities with their own local life forms is it possible that we're causing the the plant life here to to decay you are and whatever criteria that your computers use to determine that this was an uninhabited planet is flawed because these are a beautiful amazing intelligent species and you were going to eradicate them when there are countless other worlds you can go to instead. Sinjin says that this this doesn't it doesn't need to happen like this. We can we can we can find a we can work with the, the Persians. They're called Persians, they're not called Medusoids. The doctor was telling me all about it. We we can find a way to live in harmony with them. And Lieutenant Vu almost to try to shut Sinjin up just takes us uh, takes her blaster and kind of fires it into the air and says that's enough carrie you can hear in the distance you can hear this uh this blaster fire coming from uh coming from away, away from the base uh, right do you want to do anything with that information or do you want to follow them into the, uh, follow uh, travis and soto into the base no i think it's going to take carrie too long to try to figure out like how to get into this base 
So she's going to follow the blaster fire. Okay. Why don't okay, we good. cut from here then back to Travis and uh, Sotsa? Perfect. Okay. Travis and Sotsa, you are inside the base and you can see, you could make a straight beeline uh, to the botanical uh, section uh, to those, 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 those gates. And that, that double gate I had told you about is currently risen and you can see the tree borgs inside having taken root. And you can actually kind of see from where you are, you can see the soil around these tree borgs is this kind of unhealthy looking gray color, but you can see the lights up through the tree borgs kind of blinking and flickering as tree borgs uh, are wont to do. Um, but you can also see, as well as workers kind of tilling the, 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 the fields in the, in the exterior part of the Botanical Bay, you can also uh, see that there are a couple of guards kind of patrolling outside. Uh, what do you want to do? I motion to Sota and I say, wait here one second. And I approach the guards, you know, not quite hands up, but you know, not intimidatingly. And yeah. I say, I have someone who absolutely must get in there and it would be in your best interest to not stop us. One of the guards says, ain't you the person we took pot shots at earlier because you, you was doing, I don't, I don't really pay attention, but I'm pretty sure we tried to kill you like 30 to 60 minutes ago. It was earlier this episode, certainly. If that were true, why would I be coming back here? Oh, dang. All right, go roll presence and convince. It's like asking, what, like, an evil computer a math problem, Dan. Wow. Wow. Thirteen. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, one of the guards looks at the other one and says, Oh, I think, I, actually, I think he has a point. I, I think we, if if he were the same person, we, or he wouldn't be here now trying to talk to us. Yeah, and they go. Oh, all right. Then what do you uh, what do you want? Oh, um, like I said, I have a VIP who needs to come in here. We need to be discreet about it. Um, why don't you make your way to the mess hall and just forget about this? I've already forgotten about it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. And they head towards the mess hall. I turn back to Sots and I go. Wild. I didn't think that was gonna work. Let's go. <laughs> That, guy, that one guy had a really bizarre voice. That was very strange. Yeah, we. <laughs> I, I, it's strange. I encounter a lot of people who are just out in the world with these just nonsensical voices. It doesn't even phase me anymore. Well, you know, I guess they say travel broadens the ear. Yeah. And so we uh, we head into the botanical section, and uh, I I I say, go ahead, uh, do, do your do your thing. Uh, to the, the tree borgs. Yeah, uh, Sotsa, I think, on, upon seeing the actual tree borgs, has taken it back, um, realizing that they are, in fact, so similar to, I think he even says, like, they're just, they're just like the, the trees I've been tending, but the, the, the wiring is obviously more primitive. Our, our technology has a more seamless integration of technology into the ecology as though they're one thing, We're perfectly blended into the, Native environment. Sorry, I get rambly when I see trees. I just, no, I know. Uh, There's no artistry in this. It's all just slapping plant, together man, stuff. Yeah. I understand. You're in it's good beautiful. company. This is oh, like Travis with you. books. If Travis was seeing a big book. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got distracted. And then, uh, uh, yeah, same kind of like hard cut. Sosa just turns his head to the tree, Borg, opens up his 
helmet and its uh, cool red eyes this time, uh, superimposed by a BBC video editor. All right, yeah. Uh, roll back and fade as the uh, the Cheeborg, uh starts to turn to stone. Uh, some of the lights are still flickering. The uh, the uh, technological components, the cybernetic components, are not turning to stone immediately. But the organic parts of the tree, you see, you see the the bark uh, up the tree kind of turning to stone, and you see the lights starting to flicker erratically as as the interior turns to stone, and then the roots. You see it go deep into the ground and you can feel the soil beneath your feet shift as the 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 roots change from uh, tree matter to, to stone as they kind of uh, begin to shift rigidly in place. And you can feel it all underneath the base, all throughout, uh, back into the forests. And you can see, Carrie, as you're kind of moving through the forests towards where you heard this blaster sound, you can see some of the trees start to get like, veins of stone up through them uh, and thus you can feel the soil beneath your feet start to shift as you reach this clearing where you can now see lieutenant vu reaching for her other her other smaller like a like a pistol blaster to draw it on the doctor what do you do carrie is definitely going to try to utilize the tip of her bat to knock the gun okay out of her hand we're gonna try this we're gonna attempt to hero the crap out of this all right, give me strength and fighting. Twelve. Twelve. I rolled for for Lieutenant Vu to take the shot. You are in uh, you are in flat no territory. Do you I mean, want to I'm spend willing story- to sacrifice. I'm re- I'm ready. I mean, we're we're getting close to the sense. I'm ready to just slash at those story points. All right. Uh, one takes you up to no, but two will take you up to yes, but three will take you up to yes. Let's go for a three. Let's, go for the three. Let's go for the full yes. All right. Cool. Yeah. You I got bring- work to do. Yeah, you bring the butt of the baseball bat onto Lieutenant Vu's hand. Uh, oh, so and, she could have uh, just taken a yes butt. <laughs> you hit you you hit Lieutenant Vu's hand with the butt of your baseball bat, and she just drops the pistol. Um, and she pulls her hand away and starts shaking it in that way that people do when they've just been bopped on the fingers. And she looks at you and says, "What the hell are you doing? I am trying to save my people, and she, pointing at the doctor, is in the way." What the hell are you doing trying to shoot people you know? That's rude. I have to take care of my people. Yeah, have- and we have to take care of all the people, which includes your people. Remember that whole thing about Pocahontas and Colors of the Wind and then it became an Avatar thing? Yeah. Okay? I've, I've, seen, you? I've you? seen most of the Avatar shh, movies. Shh, I haven't shh. seen... Catherine? Catherine. I'm talking. Thank you. And the doctor just goes, to, looks at Catherine and looks at Carrie and looks at Catherine and then goes, respect your elders. <laughs> and this is the moment I think, I think Catherine Vu kind of looks at, at you, Carrie, and just kind of like, there's a look of concentration on her face. And she says, are, are we? Yeah, you don't need to say it out loud. Just, just, shh, 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 shh. Okay? What I'm trying to say here is that you're the Empire, and you gotta stop what you're doing. Because A, nobody likes a bossy pants, and we we gotta work on your people skills. Two, maybe, maybe not every situation has to be one of competition and combatants 
And maybe you can get your aggression out another way. I don't know. There's other activities. Maybe being friendly with people might, might get you a little bit further than where you are. I think the doctor, if she had this moment, she would say something way more eloquent. But look, I've had a lot of things happen to me within the last, like, three months. And I really thought this was a multiverse thing, but it seems to be a time travel thing. And uh, all I got to tell you is I'm disappointed in you. And as fellow Asians, we know that's like the lowest of the low. Yeah, Lieutenant Vu has to take like four psychic damage right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel the ground quaking as the uh, the last roots of the tree borgs are being turned to stone. And Lieutenant Vu says, I have to take care of my people. I and they've to- already been taken care of. You think that the problem's not done? Look at the spooky trees. And, and yeah, Carrie she- je- like, je- just, just states towards the... The, the shenanigans that are happening around them. Yeah, the parts of the trees that have been infected by the tree borg are starting to kind of turn to stone and are actually starting to kind of crumble into into like stone dust, which I guess is sand. I don't, I've never really put a lot of thought into it. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, it, and she's kind of looking around and saying, what is happening to this forest? Well, whatever was poisoning it is getting removed and you're no longer a huge leech on this planet. <laughs> we were we were doing this was us this was us this was the tree borgs. That's literally what I just said two sentences ago, Catherine. Did you not get the Avatar Pocahontas thing we were just talking about? I told this you, is I, why you don't interrupt your elders. I've Catherine? I haven't seen Pocahontas Catherine, and I've Catherine, seen most of Catherine, the Avatar movies. Catherine, I haven't seen the first Cat- one. Carrie just unzips her fanny pack and like pulls out a mandarin and like starts unpeeling it and hands it to her. <laughs> Just for any of our listeners who don't know what that is, a lot of Asian cultures, we we carry around tangerines a lot. Every Asian household will have a bag of tangerines in the household. And if you walk in, the, the likelihood of you getting a tangerine is high. And uh, uh, any Asian will be pretty happy if you hand them a tangerine. Not even going to lie. It's, it's for good luck. It's a symbol of good luck. So... Catherine would understand that she, yeah. as she unpeels her tangerine. She she looks at you and she looks at the tangerine piece and she she says, but, but what about the medusoids that they want to turn us to stone? What do we what do we do? A first of all, Catherine, that's freaking rude. Okay, just making up names for people. I need you to step back and think about the journey we've been on. Okay, and maybe maybe because this is called. Persei, whatever you call it. They might be Persians. You ever think of that? You know, just real simple, two and two, which equals four, Catherine. We, we should reflect on the fact of your, your ancestry and how that all went down during my time and for my time. And who knows, maybe during your time. Maybe we're, we're still in a biased world. It's at this moment that Vraku the Elder and Vraku the Younger enter the, the clearing. And Vraku the Elder is is looking at Catherine Vu at this point and says, Your your plant life was harming our ecosystem, and now that that has been resolved, maybe we can forge an alliance. We can help you. We are great healers. 
and meditators. And we are one with the life on this planet. Maybe we can work together. Wow, Catherine, look at that. People you persecuted want to be nice to you anyways. And what do we say when we have made a big mistake? Uh, Cap Catherine says, I'm... I'm sorry, I... For? Messing with your ecosystem. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm, I'm there sorry. There we go. There I was we go. just... I was trying to look right. out for my people, and I'm I'm sorry. Okay, it's okay. You don't need to cry. Stop crying. It's not I, about you. I don't... I don't know. I don't know that we can be here. I don't know that it's right for us to be here. And I really don't think you should be. Ugh. You know? Lots well, of planets out there. Lots of places people probably aren't on that you could probably just, you know, well, the, be at. The... The Criterion 4 is, is, is not really flight-worthy anymore. I, I don't know how we would find another world now. Well, maybe the locals can help you out and help build your ship. Or maybe they have another way of traveling. You know, there's not just one way to go around this. I have a ship. I could take you back to your mothership or to a nearby non-inhabited world. Kasabian says, oh, 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 you've got a ship. Now's not the time to brag, Doctor. We're stuck in the middle of a crisis situation. I don't like you. Uh, <laughs> and then I look back at Catherine and I go, I think you're right that these people should be allowed to live on their world in peace. Will you take us back to our fleet? Maybe take us to one of our other ships. We're, we're part of a larger, a larger fleet called the Criterion Collection. Could you, if you could take us I was waiting to for it. I knew it. I almost made the joke earlier and I was like, that is that is intentional. <laughs> I know it's intentional and I'm gonna I'm gonna let it happen. It wasn't. It just came to me while we were while we were playing. That's a lie. We have the phrase <laughs> bear trapped in the document. <laughs> Catherine continues. Yeah, if you'll take us back to our fleet, uh, we'll we'll find somewhere else and we'll the survivors can integrate into other ships in the fleet and we can find somewhere else to live. I will do that on one condition. Name it. You tell them what happened here and you update your system for what determines the worlds you go to because this cannot be allowed to happen again. You are better than this. Because we'll be back! And Carrie slaps her on the back of the head <laughs> as she walks by. Okay, ow! Also, but okay, I, I'll I'll do that. Thank you, um, uh, Carrie. Uh, I know you said it. It doesn't need to be said, but if we really are family, um, I'm sorry if I let you down, and I'll, I'll try to be better. You know, it's not really about making mistakes or disappointing people. It's more about understanding exactly what you did, why it harmed somebody else, and then making a better choice that serves everyone instead of your own selfish needs. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. 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 hey, I've got my eyes on you. Okay. So. Okay. 
I'm just gonna, and Carrie just keeps doing like the eye thing. Yeah, Catherine starts back. doing it back, like the fingers to the eyes to the yeah. like. Yeah. As she like just slowly walks back towards the TARDIS. Cut to some time later aboard the TARDIS, the last of uh, Catherine's uh, colonists have just left the TARDIS and have just returned to uh, other ships in the Criterion fleet. And uh, Carrie, Travis, and the Doctor are now uh, in the TARDIS. Gunther is uh, curled up on top of the zigzag plotter, uh, sleeping and purring. And uh, uh, you have the TARDIS to yourselves again. Carrie is, like, cleaning off the bat as... Mr. Uh, Hazers is sitting by her feet. And, she, like, there's a look on her face of, like, contemplation whether, like, having the bat on adventures is really a good idea, or maybe she should, like, rethink her strategies. But it did come in handy. She's waffling with herself. The doctor walks up and puts her arm around Carrie and says... You know, Carrie, earlier you said that I was a higher value asset, and I hope you know that you proved to yourself why that's not true. Well, I'm just human, Doctor, and like, honestly, the crotch goblins that come from my line are not that great. I disagree, Carrie. I think, um, I think they're stubborn. I think they are combative, and I think that they will move forward make the right choice kicking and screaming but i for one feel pretty good knowing that the future is in the hands of lots and lots of little caribous but should they be kicking the screaming i'm fine with but the kicking part is questionable i would say that the the part of you that's ready to kick is why you have survived as long as you have and i wouldn't I wouldn't douse that flame for anything, because eventually, you'd do the right thing. Then I have one question for you, Doctor. Can we please find an armory somewhere? And the Doctor just kind of like, rubs her temples. <laughs> Travis goes over to uh, Carrie and says, um, you know, I, I got to look at, um, at, at Catherine's personnel file and uh, I know who you end up with. Tra- Travis, don't you. No, don't worry. Don't it's, you not dare. it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's really funny.